Hey, all you curiosos out there in podcast land. This is Joe Taylor. I just wanted to let you guys know that we've put up a donation button on our website, thecurioso.com. We know that for the past year, we've had the Amazon link on there, and a lot of people have done a lot of their shopping through our link, which gives us a percentage, and that helps maintain the show. Now with this new donation button, there's no middle. It is a direct donation to the Curioso to help pay for bandwidth, to help pay for equipment, to keep the lights on, basically. This show is a labor of love to us. We enjoy doing it immensely. But we do hope you guys can find it in your hearts to help us keep this show going. So go to our page, Curioso.com. Look there on the left. You'll see a big yellow donate button. Click on that and help keep this show going. When I was a small boy, uh, elementary school age, I believe, I brought a very special toy to show and tell. When it came time for recess, I had forgotten it in the classroom, and I begged my, my teacher to let me go back in the classroom and get my ball. This Batman ball was awesome. And she refused several, several times. So I proceeded to push a bench up to the window, climbed on top of the bench, and broke out the window with my hand. Crawled into the room, grabbed my ball, came out, and showed it to her in defiance. And right after that, I ended up passing out from blood loss. (laughs) Fifteen years later, uh, I had this little tiny bump nodule on my knuckle and it kind of got swollen and sore finally one day I was messing with it took a pair of tweezers to it and out pops this little tiny chunk of glass it was probably sitting in there since I was six or seven years old I'm Christopher Scarborough. And I'm Joe Taylor. And welcome to the Curioso Podcast. Hey, Joe, what's uh, going on, buddy? Hey, Chris. Well, uh, so the first thing that I want to mention here is um, last week we left an episode in the feed uh, that was all about shaving. And um, I want to know what you guys think about that because that was a narrated episode narrated by me and uh, Joe put the sound effects in it. And you let us know what you guys thought about that, please. And uh, get a hold of us. You can shoot us an email at feedback at thecurioso.com. You can find us on Twitter uh, and uh, Facebook. Uh, We're facebook.com backslash thecuriosopodcast. And we're at uh, the Curioso, isn't that right? On mm-hmm. Twitter. Yep. So, uh, yeah, get a hold of us. Let us know what you thought about that. But that's not spo- what's important this week, Joe, is it? <laughs> no. What is important this week is what's inside your body. There's lots of, you know, stuff, ooky bits and, you know, tar and. and what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I never put. No. <laughs> not, for, not for me, buddy. Yeah, those, but, you um, know, those old posters that 
shows like the inside of a, a body. Mm-hmm. There's always like a you know a flower and and uh, a bucket of like you know eels or something. What posters are you talking about? <laughs> I have no clue. You know, like the old 16th, 17th century like medical. Oh, dioramas. like the, the four humors or whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a jar of like you know, butterflies in your stomach and, and junk like that. Yeah. Well, I don't, so you're saying you have one of those posters inside your body right now. That's, that's what I, that's, <laughs> no, that's what I envision is in my body. It's like, you know, there's some eels, maybe a, a you know, a jar of tar, a couple of butterflies, um, a pickle somewhere floating around in there. Yeah. You probably do have a pickle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what we're talking about today is stuff left inside your body. Well, stuff left inside. Yeah, not your body or my body, but mm-hmm. just left inside of... Somebody. Ma- yeah, somebody. <laughs> and this could be either on purpose, uh, by accident. Yeah, that's really the only way, huh? Yeah, there's really yeah. only two ways. <laughs> on purpose and ways. by accident. Yeah. Yeah, there's not really... Not, not, not so much... No, yeah, no, yeah. no, there's not really there's, a third way. There's no, uh, like... Kind of in-betweener or anything. Stuff inside Gremlin, <laughs> you know, <laughs> where he thinks it's funny. And just shoved it on in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, because he would still have done it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. In 2012, research from Johns Hopkins estimates that a surgeon in the U.S., leaves a foreign object such as a sponge, a surgical towel, or some other implement uh, inside a patient's body after an operation 39 times a week. Yeah, um, and the best part about this Mm -hmm. is that... There's no good part about that. Well, no, no. Well, (laughs) I mean, not if you're one of the people who left it inside or you're the surgeon or the medical crew, uh, you know, in the operating room that left it right. th- that uh, is obviously no good but right. us as spectators um for us the best part about it is these are called never events <laughs> yeah, that's the best name ever so they and it's because they are never supposed to happen mm-hmm. however they happen 39 times a week i also found another article that says that at least 500 500 things have been left inside of people's bodies since like 2005. Mm-hmm. So they also perform the wrong procedure on patients 20 times a week. They operate on the wrong body site 20 times a week. Yeah, so this is like, <laughs> this is like I checked into the hospital, I was supposed to get my left testicle removed, and I had my right one removed. Right, and, yeah. and, and someone left a scalpel in there while they were there. Yeah. That's what this means. And 20 times a week, that so, is insane. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, and then, I, you might just want to write on whatever you're getting done with a Sharpie <laughs> yeah. just to make sure. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do not leave anything in here. Uh, <laughs> this side only. And, you know, maybe an arrow on the other side saying I'm with stupid. Well, you know what's funny is actually I, from, from reading about this, they talk about the way to stop a never event from happening. Okay, it's like second start of the right and on until morning? Kind of, yes. Yeah. So w- one of the things that they talk about is discussing with your surgeon that, you're, that you've heard that mm-hmm. things, these things have happened. <laughs> right. And 
making sure that you impress on him that you do not want this to happen to you. Mm-hmm. So it will keep it in his mind as he or she operates upon your body right. to make sure that nothing is left behind, like I, a surgical sponge or, you know, and yeah. that's the most typical thing. Yeah, and it's, it, and those are typically, you know, um, non-harmful, but they do contain bacteria from the outside world that is mm-hmm. now living inside of you. Yeah, but it's not just it's not just bacteria either. They they also uh, you know it's if you kind of think of it like like uh, you know what they they talk about with oysters and getting pearls, right? Mm. So you have like a little grain of sand that gets inside the shell and it agitates it and it creates like you know this this layer of stuff around it and yeah. it becomes a pearl. Yeah. Well, if you have a surgical sponge in your body, okay, mm. there's certain things that your body does to try to get rid of it. And it makes pearls? What I I mean, you know, I'm like, going into the knife tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like a trichobazar or something, you know. <laughs> right. but, but it no. It but it, it won't necessarily make a pearl, but it will it will try to, you know, just like we had talked at the top of the hour about your, you know, your your um your glass coming out of your finger. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened. My mother talks about it all the time. She used to ride bikes on a dirt road uh, that she lived on. Okay. And she would scrape her knees from falling off her bike, you know, and eventually the rocks, you know, like in her early 30s started Mm. popping out of her knees, you know, little tiny bits of gravel. And that kind of thing has happened to me as well. Mm -hmm. So um, we had, uh, we had just, Joe and I had discussed what our, our, anecdote was going to be this week <laughs> and he had his and I had mine and and you know I'll give you just a little semblance of what mine was and I was in a car accident when I was in high school and I had sutures underneath my my right eye and when I did it the the sutures they had the ones that are supposed to fall apart in your body yeah that dissolve that dissolve yeah. and then they have you know cat gut or whatever it is I don't think it's actually made out of real cats anymore not anymore no. yeah yeah uh, but <laughs> but they, <laughs> but they um they uh, and then they had the ones on the outside, which yeah. you know you you know no one ever goes back to the doctor for. They just clip them and pull them out. That's right. So or well, at least if you're you adventurous, do. yeah, <laughs> right, I do. do. I've, I've had a lot of stitches <laughs> yeah, on my me hands. Too. <laughs> I just clip them and pull them on out. That's right. But um, I did have the ones on the inside. Within two, three, four years, eventually I would get a little pimple under my eye, and I would pop it and it'd be a little piece of suture that would come out, hmm. you know, because it didn't dissolve like right. it was supposed to. Right. So it created like a, you know, and it just came to the surface. And my mother's rocks, you know, and her knees, and then, you you know, you with your little piece of glass and, mm-hmm. you know, and Darren's got one for you later, you know, oh, that no. he had a problem with. <laughs> and, you know, so th- this kind of thing happens to a lot of people, but your body rejects that kind of thing. It tries to push it out. I've You've seen the same things with, uh, you know, with people with piercings, when they get eyebrow piercings, it yes, rejects it yes. and p- pushes it out. And, it, and, you know, it leaves you with, with eyebrows that look like they're from the 1980s. Yes, but you're, you're also talking, these are different things, though. But it's still not good to have something in your body yes. deep inside of you like that. Yeah. Really and, deep inside of you. <laughs> oh, no. But, you know, we have organisms and bacteria all over us at all the time. Yeah, you know? but it's on the outside. Yes. But when you introduce those outer bacteria to the inside, that's really, really bad. Yeah. That can cause a lot of problems. Based on, on an online journal called Surgery, quote unquote, uh, researchers estimate that some 80,000 so-called never events occurred in the U.S. hospitals between 1990 and 2010. However, they believe their estimates to be on the low side. Hmm. (laughs) 
80,000. Yeah, I also want to mention I have a I have a cousin of mine who was who was in the military and he as well had a little I'm not sure what it is. I haven't, you know, he he was expressing this to me at a at a cookout uh, that we were at and he had actually had that same issue. He had a, like a sponge left inside of him as well. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not going to call him out by name because I don't know if he wants to let that out there. Yeah, you know what I mean? His, and a his surgeon and whatnot. incident. Yeah. yeah, but he was at, he was at a VA hospital, and you know, if if you know anything about what's going on with the VA, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and trying to get all of those those veterans in, you know, it's they're 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 kind of it's a revolving door right now. So yeah. it's it's not it's not the best case, and I think that they're kind of pushing to get things done, and mm-hmm. you know, I think these things happen. So and they, they do, but I mean, but they should never happen. Well, it, it is a never event, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Even though it happens, you know, 40 times a week. Chris and I actually work for a uh, medical implant company. Yeah, well, uh, they, you know, we like implants, like uh, joint implants. Orthopedics. Orthopedics. Orthopedics, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So these are objects that are, they're man-made. Mm-hmm. You know, they're replacement parts, basically. Yeah. You know, these are aftermarket parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... They're meant to to be left in. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and these are sterilized. And there's so much rigmarole that goes through putting a an actual implant into a person that they're they're safe, safer than say uh, you know a scalpel or a retractor or or something of that nature. Supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So the, we're 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 a little close to this subject matter. <laughs> um, so we're trying to talk about stuff that isn't really supposed to be left in there. Yeah. Mo- yeah but mostly. It, but it's such a weird. It's just weird. Weird line with those things because, you know, in our profession, just knowing that this chunk of metal or plastic or whatever is going to be in someone's body for X amount of years, it's still kind of unnerving, you know? Yeah, yeah. you know, when I've told people before what I do, and, and, and they they do, they get, like, you know, sometimes when, you know, they'll ask me, whoa, what's in all those boxes? And I'm like, oh, that's, uh, that's implants, you know, like knees. And it's always, no, no, no. I always get, they're like, what's in the, what's in the crates? I'm like, implants. And they're like, boobs? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, always boobs. like, you got any it's extra? Like, there are no other implants in the world <laughs> I know, right? besides boobies. It's hilarious. I, I I'm like, orthopedics. So not boobs? And no, then they get these like boobs. frowny faces. I mean, you can draw some nipples on a pair of knees if you want, <laughs> but, you know. Hey, and that's a fun time. Um, <laughs> so also based on that online uh, study, they found that 9,744 paid malpractice judgments and claims over those 20 years of uh, 1990 to 2010, uh, with payments totaling $1.3 billion billion. Death occurred in 6.6% of patients, permanent injury in 32.9%, and temporary injury in 59.2% of cases. That's within the 80,000, you know, case range. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just finding the, this this research, I was like, wow, that is 
quite a bit. Some side effects, um, you have internal bleeding due to organ perforation. Say there's a scalpel and it's Oops. jostling around your belly bits. Oh, I jabbed it. Yeah, exactly. You sneeze and the scissors go into your, your lower colony area and now you've got internal bleeding. Um, obstructions, of course. Infections, emotional damage out the wazoo, and yes, death. So, Joe, we were talking about people leaving, uh, you know, sometimes they're these little surgical sponges. Yeah. And they, you know, most of the time they, they're used to clean up, you know, blood and things like that, mm -hmm. you know. Put iodine around the, the opening of mm -hmm. the, the incision or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it's basically, you know, like a, like a, like a dish towel. It's, <laughs> you know, just Not, wipe down the counter. It's, well, it's more like a, a dish sponge. Yeah. But they're, they come in different sizes, different, um, firmnesses and stuff depending on what they're working on yada 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 yeah and that's typically what and they're supposed to do a sponge count uh, yeah. <laughs> as they come out they're supposed yeah. to know how many they use mm -hmm. um however i found a a case from 2013 uh where doctors left up to 16 objects inside a patient in germany one patient one patient Ooh. 16 objects wow yes uh, the the patient uh, is not named. However, apparently the patient has has passed away. I wonder with, why. Yeah, with sixteen. I mean, you know, the, like sixteen objects. Mm. That's. I mean, I don't. I don't even understand. You know, I. I you know, they call a never event. Like one object is not right. supposed to ever be left. Right. But sixteen, mm. which mm. is. Um, uh, I mean, amazing. So um, they're seeking damages for. Uh, Eighty thousand euros, which is uh, around dollars. Well, no, it's like a hundred, uh, hundred and six thousand. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, sorry, my question is what they're off. what they're looking for, you know, mm -hmm. for just kind of wrongful death. Wow. So, yeah, pretty pretty amazing. There, sixteen objects. Mm. Found another case from a man in a Chinese hospital, and I believe this one is from uh, two thousand and fourteen. Uh, sometime in January, it was reported that a man uh, went to a Chinese hospital saying that he was having stomach pains and he didn't know why. And when he, he they basically they gave him an x-ray and they found a bottle lodged inside of his colon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that counts as surgically left in. Oh, no, it wasn't surgically left in. Mm -hmm. He did eventually admit that he left it inside of himself. <laughs> so, But here's the best part, uh, and you can take a look at the picture. I put it up. Yeah. But it's not just the bottle. Then he also used a wire. It looks like a wire coat hanger to oh. try and fish the bottle out of oh. his colon. And if, uh, apparently it was lodged so far up there that they, they, they couldn't just push it out like through his abdomen. They actually had to cut him and and pull it out that way oh wow yeah so and i mean I, you know and, and if you ever talk if you ever get a chance to talk to like an an er nurse mm -hmm. about you know yeah just just i mean there are are so many cases of people with things up their bottom yeah up their butt yeah i i actually uh this is like years and years and years and years ago i knew a girl her dad was an RN, mm -hmm. and he would regale us with x-rays that he would just, you know, happen to see with 
a myriad of things <laughs> lodged in people's poopers. Yeah, I why I why mm. I don't know. No, I don't no. know. I mean, there's only there's really like uh, he was telling me there was keep uh, it out of there, people. Yeah, I mean, there's cases where people stick stuff up there and go in with like salad tongs trying to get it out. Yeah. Um, I, people, I'm just suggesting some Benoit beads. Okay. Yeah. There's a string. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you really got to put something in there, have an escape plan. Yeah. You know what <laughs> you I mean? Know? A plan B. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, don't you, think on the fly. I mean, you also have, um, oh, what are they called? Uh, uh donkeys. I don't know, man. I, should I know this? No, the drugs, <laughs> drug smugglers. <laughs> the, oh, mules. Mules. Yeah. yeah. Donkey. Mule. Yeah. Same, same creature. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, they either swallow, uh, you know, balloons filled with God knows what. Yeah, or they rectify it. <laughs> or they rectify the situation. <laughs> and uh, I just, I can't, I can't imagine, like, you know, j- just trying to move, you know, with, you know, a kilo of something stuck I don't in your butt. Th- I don't think it's a kilo, buddy. <laughs> I don't think it's quite that much. I'm, uh, I, I'm just I mean, saying, there's, you know, there's been cases... All right, so uh, I found another case from, I believe it's 2003, uh, from a uh, Kentucky uh, Kentucky surgeon. And uh, this guy was, uh, he, he was doing uh, hysterectomies. And while he was doing, he was a gynecologist, he was doing hysterectomies. And um, he, inside of a 38-year-old uh, 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 school administrator, um, he had, and this is uh, Dr. James Gillier, he actually uh, left his initials cauterized, uh, I'm sorry, left the initials of the University of Kentucky, <laughs> his alma mater, mm-hmm. uh, immortalized in, in what was left of her, of her uterus. Wow! There, yeah, inside of her body. So uh, and, that's and, what you call a d bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's and you know, Doctor so, D bag. Yeah. Well, yeah. He left UK uh, just branded in there with an with an like a, I believe it's not an argon welder. What is it? Um, with the yeah, I believe it is Ar- argon gas they use, mm-hmm. and they use that to you know carterize wounds. Yeah. So you would think that like this is the only case that you know Mm-mm. this would happen, right? Nope. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, another one from 2013, uh, a Dr. Simon Bromhall from Queen's Elizabeth Ho- Hospital in uh, Birmingham in the UK. He was also putting his initials, not, not his alma mater, but his personal initials, SB, when he was doing organ transplants. Wow. So he would take someone's liver, he would put it in someone else, See, and then he would label it with SB within, with the argon with the argon gas. This just goes to show you, no offense to you doctors, but there's a lot of you guys out there that are pricks. <laughs> <laughs> Papa's pricks. You well, aren't Rembrandt. Don't sign your work. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, I, Serious, can't, I cannot believe that, 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 yeah, there was anyone doing this at all. But that's what so, they're doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, am, I, am, I am God here, as the lawnmower <laughs> man would say. And you're signing a human body. Yeah, you know, you aren't well, it a was, tattoo artist. Yeah, you didn't perform. Even tattoo artists don't sign their work. But you know what I mean? They, they do, they do. How they do the tattoo—that's their signature. Yeah, but they don't sign it at the no. bottom, like like Bill. You know. Yeah, you know, no, you're right. 
you aren't that because you're performing this surgery, it may be a work of art, maybe. Mm-hmm. Don't sign your name. <laughs> Come on, there's just some things you don't do. Yeah, so it was only found because uh, someone was going in for a follow-up operation, mm-hmm. and the second doctor happened to notice it, and he reported it. So so is it like a girlfriend says she's a virgin, and then you realize, oh, wait, someone's already been here. Uh, apparently, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and that's that's how he came across it for a follow-up operation. So, mm. I mean, you know, this guy could have been doing this for years and probably was until he was finally caught. And there's really no way of telling. They can't tell with an X-ray no. how many yeah. people's, you know, organs are signed by this guy. Yeah, you don't want to be able to see, like, opening it up and seeing the scar tissue. Exactly. Wow. So there's, there's probably, you know, he's probably done, you know, um, you know organ transplants on, on multiple people yeah. who are walking around with this guy's initials on the inside. Mm. So talk and about he, violated. You think the bottle was gross. Yeah. And he's at home or on the tennis court laughing his little pompous ass off. Well, let's let's hope he doesn't. Let's hope he isn't anymore. I'm hoping he's going to yeah. make it to jail. Wow. And this is uh, 2014. A Scottish woman uh, was complaining of, of having, uh, she was having a lot of problems. She was uh, having some sepsis, mm-hmm. which is basically like an infection. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was having severe weight loss, and she was having some urinary incontinence. So they actually did an X-ray of her abdomen, and found, um, and uh, you know, uh, close the kitty's ears for a second, a five-inch sex toy in her vagina. Okay. Uh, she reported to the doctor that um, the last time she had sex was ten years ago. Ooh, uh, and it was a uh, basically it was a a like a drunken one night stand. Right. And she didn't remember most of it. And mm-hmm. apparently this sex toy, five inch sex toy had been left inside of her for 10 years. Wow. I have no clue how you could leave something like that in your body for 10 years. Yeah. And not notice it. Yeah. I mean, did, you know, that's, that's a little bit weirder than the oops. I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah. But that's, it's still a little bit weirder than oops. I left the perp, perp plus bottle up my ass, <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, that well, See, but the thing is, with with the the vaginal canal and uterus and everything, the tissues down there they're constantly growing and reforming, and then you've got the you know bunch of other stuff going on down there. It, it could feasibly happen where the tissues could overgrow that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and possibly not notice it. I don't know. I still think you'd notice something like that. I don't that. know, man, cuz I, you know, I, you know, I've had like a pimple on my back and I didn't notice it for a few days. But I mean, come on That's now. That's a pimple. That's not like a 5-inch ding-dong <laughs> <laughs> on your back, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's never been quite that big, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, and it, this caused quite a few problems, uh, you know, as you would uh imagine. It mm-hmm. caused a uh uh vesicovaginal fistula. Basically, you know, it, it was Basically, it was because of the rubbing, it, it was causing mm. urine to actually come out of her vagina. Yeah. So it was just trickling out the wrong pla- in the wrong place. <laughs> in the wrong place, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, she also had, like, um, like, an obstruction where there was a blockage, cause, you know, causing the urine to back up into her bladder and up into her kidneys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and eventually they did remove the sex toy and repair, repaired, uh, you know, the... the almost life-threatening, you know, problems that she was having, oh, you yeah, know, with, the, with yeah. the sepsis. 
So, you know, she apparently has been um, been doing a lot better since since it was removed. Good. So my act, the scarred and dangerous thrill show, I'm only one half of. The other half is Dangerous D. He's currently living in California, and he's going to call in from time to time to give you his two cents about all of our topics here on The Curioso. Now, all dangers considered, a moment with Dangerous D. For those of you who don't know, my name is Dangerous D. And I'm a professional shock artist, or more commonly known as a sideshow performer. And one of the stunts I do in my act is I get f***ing nuts and smash and shred a stack of yardsticks over my head. That's right. I've been doing this act for years, but roughly two years ago, it went terribly wrong. I had smashed a huge splinter into the side of my f***ing head. The wood shard is about two inches long and almost like a sixteenth of an inch in width. It doesn't sound like much, but when that is embedded in your head, it feels like a railroad spike. I tried for hours picking this thing out. I tried to get it out. All I was doing was irritating it, making it worse. So I had tons of large splinters in my hands from doing this act before. I figured, hey, if I let nature take its course, it'll work its way to the surface like the splinters in my hand. Then I can go at it and pull it out. Well, I was wrong. Two years later, my skin and hair grew around that motherfucker, and over the splinter, there was just a big lump patch with it stuck inside. This became a permanent piece of my body. At this point, the only way to remove it is surgery. Alright, now let's talk about some self-introduced, self-induced objects. All right. Well, some more. You ever heard of pica? I have, in fact. In fact, you, me, and my wife Dana have had an entire conversation about pica. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, we have. Because uh, I had brought up um, that uh, some women have a tendency when they're pregnant mm-hmm. to want to eat things like uh, you know, and I think it's like a vitamin deficiency mostly. Uh, yes, in most cases, that's that's the reasoning. That's the reasoning it, behind yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, there's places I believe in Georgia and a few other places where they eat this stuff. It's a white dirt. Yeah, and it has minerals and has vitamins actually in the dirt, so they actually crave the dirt. Mm-hmm. And at some convenience stores, they will sell the dirt packaged that <laughs> says "Do not eat," mm-hmm. but you know, people do it. That's what they do. They actually yeah. buy it and they'll eat it. And it's um, it's just like a, I, w- I don't want to say a local delicacy. It's like a local thing. People have a tendency to eat this dirt. And right. it's not everyone, you know, and it, it's a, like a white dirt. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I really just wanted to buy like, you know, buy some of it and throw it on my merch table mm-hmm. when I do sideshow stuff. Yeah. <laughs> an Edible added, dirt. An added treat. Pica is a patterned eating disorder. Uh, eating anything that is non-food items. Mm-hmm. That's what it's what it is labeled as. Yeah, and the the conversation that you Dana and I have had mm. was that um, pica is the condition, but mm-hmm. it can be caused by several things. Yes. So we were discussing whether 
pica because of a mental disorder or pica because of uh, the you know being low on vitamins it doesn't it doesn't matter what the reasoning behind it is right pica is the disorder right and also the action that's mm-hmm. what me yeah. and Dana were arguing was yes it is the disorder mm-hmm. but it is also the action of the disorder of eating strange of things of eating things that are not food yeah so mm-hmm. Um, usually occurs first onset is children between one and six years old, uh, people who are pregnant, primarily women. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and that uh, one guy that one time had a sex change, but yeah, got pregnant Uh, anyway. And then like you were saying, certain nutritional deficiencies have been linked to a lot of pica, you know, uh, disorders. Zinc and iron is, is like the top ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, there's also oral fi- oral fixations or oral texture fixations. Mm-hmm. Just wanting to, to chew on the end of your pencil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, non, you know, gnawing on mud or hair, or whatever. Um, then, Dirt. Yeah, things like poop, yeah. clay, dirt, hair, ice. I can't stand ice. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Ice is. Eating ice is considered pica? The act of it. Like if it's, I would think like if they that have, if it's like obsessive. That's what I'm right? saying. That, that, because if I, get a, if I get a soda from somewhere, mm-hmm. I always chew on the ice when I'm done. Yeah, it's gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like um, there's a certain word that you don't like. I won't repeat it. But the crunching of ice mm-hmm. ugh, is I can't, just handle it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It like, Sends like electrical shocks through it's my like, brain, like fingers on a chalkboard, like yeah, nails on a chalkboard. That kind of. I can handle, no yeah. problem. I can do that standing on my head. People crunching ice, oh nightmares. Paint, people eat paint. Well, that's yeah. What, what? That's the problem with the lead paint. That's why we got rid of it. Well, yeah, you know, children eating paint chips. <laughs> just I have this image in my head of someone popping open a gallon of like bear or some paint product. No, no, it's just usually boop, dried paint, boop, like boop, paint boop. chips. Like, oh, paint chips. You know chips. what I mean? Like you're, you know, you, you have some walls that Salt and vinegar painted. paint chips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah they're, they're my favorite. <laughs> uh, sand, metal, pretty much anything that is non-food, people shove in their pie holes. Uh, <clears throat> some materials can cause blockages, blood poisoning, malnutrition, and your favorite, like the hair, mm-hmm. you get the... Um, Trichobezoar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The, the, I call them bezoars. Bezoar. <laughs> uh, and it basically, it's it's just a big mass of matter that can block up your entire, you know, stomach and, and intestinal tract, which then it leaves you... You, you can't eat mm-hmm. because everything you eat, you just end up... Throwing back up because now, you can't. This pass is a through. this is a blockage from the top down, not the bottom yes. up. Like no, like it's, a, not a, it's not a train of per plus bottles yeah. in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a case that I found from the Netherlands where a lady, she was like 52 years old, and uh, she swallowed 78 pieces of silverware, and not like all at once. This was that's like, like a, the entire china cabinet. Exactly. Exactly. So, th- you know, that's like a ritual. Either she's trying to get something out, mm-hmm. um, you know, or she's putting that, those things in there. And you're talking forks, knives, spoons, uh, salad forks, um, soup spoons. What, what's the whole? There's a range. What is it? <laughs> you start from the inside start out. Start from the inside <laughs> out. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you've got 
things like people will just eat rocks, like like they're birds. Yeah. Um, now birds use use gravel and rocks in their craw to help crush up because they don't have teeth. Exactly. Well, in the cartoons they do, but they don't actually have teeth. Yes, yes. Yeah. But they, they there's actually a purpose why they scoop up pebbles and rocks and they mm-hmm. use it to grind up their food inside their little gullet area. But a human just eating a rock or two a day for some reason, like no, fill up fill up your stomach, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you can't pass them, mm-hmm. you know, because eventually the weight of them starts to push down on your stomach, and it circumvents the your, the gravity system that your your intestines have, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know, just as an aside, during my set, during my act, one of the things that I do is, uh, and John, I know you're mm-hmm. laughing because you knew that we weren't going to get through this without me mentioning this. Nope. I chew <laughs> on light bulbs. I, I chew it, I break it, I swallow it, and then I pass it. And that's yeah. that's part of the show that I do. I, I, I learned it from uh, a guy named Todd Robbins, who is, uh, you know, he's done it on all kinds of commercial. He's been doing it for a very, very long time. And I learned it from him, and that's, that's, that is, you know, how I learned how to do it. I've had people ask me after the show if I have pica, if I enjoy it. No, it is a part of an act. It is something that I do. It's not a, you know, uh, uh, there is no demand in my psyche to do it besides applause. Mm-hmm. You know, it. so it's not it's not some kind of compulsion that I have. No. no. You know, it's something that it's I do. Bit. Yeah, it's a bit. It's an act. Yep. It's what I do. I don't go around eating a light bulb every single day. Right. Okay. You I only make some, I only do it when I when I perform. Yeah, you may make some light snack jokes, but it's not I, I don't see you at a restaurant unscrewing a bulb, you know. Well, unless I was paid to be there. Uh, yeah, unless mm-hmm. you were paid to be there. Yeah. One of the most interesting cases that I found was a guy named Michael Lotito, and he was a French entertainer and he ate all kinds of stuff, from glass to metal to, like, that was his shtick, mm-hmm. to eat stuff. But Is the, he the guy that ate the airplane? Yeah. I know exactly, yeah. 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 He, it he took had, him, like, pegs for teeth. I remember yeah. watching a video on him. He has, like, round pegs for teeth because he's eaten so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, what was the, the president that had the wooden teeth? Yeah, that's Washington. Wasn't that Kennedy, Kennedy or something? No? What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically it took him... Two years to eat an entire airplane. Why would you eat an entire airplane anyway? I, hey, I mean, it's, it was his bit. It was his shtick, you know? Along the same lines of pica, if it's not a compulsion, it can be accidental, mm-hmm. right? I found this just little funny case where an elderly couple were making out like they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait. And, and the... <laughs> Man of the couple accidentally swallows the top denture of his female partner. Like they're yeah, they're really going it, at it, going yeah. at it, yeah. you know, gumming the hell out of each other. And how did he get that down? I don't know. It seems pretty large to me. It may have only been a partial. Yeah, you know, like uh, a flipper, flapper. Yeah, I don't know, it. a side yeah. or a whatever or a top. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, he ate his. Or, you know, accidentally swallowed his partner's dentures. <laughs> so he passed it and gave it back to her, right? Oh, right. Is that... Is that... <laughs> uh, she's like, wipe that <laughs> grin off your face. Oh. 
Uh, and then there's there's tons and tons and tons of other accidental swallowing things. Kids do it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I was uh, maybe I was like one. Mm-hmm. My mom had this little uh, uh, religious necklace, and I grabbed it and pulled it off of her neck and like shoved it in my mouth. And oh. she was trying to get it away from me, mm-hmm. and I ended up swallowing it, and the chain was just kind of dangling out the side of my my pie hole. Yeah. So I had to go to the you know go to the doctor, and it it luckily they were able to dilate my throat enough to pull it to out, pull it out, yeah, without yeah. having to do surgery. But kids do that stuff all the time. Well, like yeah, marbles, yeah. action figures, keys, pennies, pennies. Oh man, they're, they're, yeah. I saw a case where a girl pennies were in her stomach for so long. This was like a five year period or something. Mm-hmm. She would just randomly change. Yeah. Uh, and they took out. Which, I mean, she's like a human piggy bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty. Much. I mean, <laughs> hey, no one's gonna look there. They took out. I think it was like a pound and a half of change. Mm-hmm. And because of the stomach acids, it had kind of bonded all together. Yeah, become like a lump. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, uh, like when you, uh, when when they have, you know, the like booty that was all sitting in a booty. yeah that was all sitting in like a you know some kind of a case yeah. at the bottom of the ocean you mm-hmm. know what i mean all those coins kind of stick together to be able to pull them apart they have to go in through and use like electrolysis to pull them up yeah. you know apart um there's there's a case where several cases of kids eating magnets or those little magnetic rocks buckyballs man buckyballs yeah. yeah that's i i totally forgot about that and i'm glad that you brought it up and buckyballs when you, I've had, you know, being a sword swallower as well, I've had lots of people say, oh, why don't you swallow like a, some kind of a ball and then put a magnet on the end of a sword and you can put it down and pull the, the ball out. Uh-huh. And this has been brought up by several sword swallowers. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> do not do this. You do not want any kind of magnets in your system. The problem is, is once you have a magnet in there. Mm-hmm. And you have a second magnet or a piece of metal. They attach together. They go through your intestines. Mm -hmm. They stick together. And then they rub. And eventually, they rub holes in your intestines. Yeah. This is a bad idea. Yes. So you can wind up with sepsis. You can want... You're you're basically... The stuff that's supposed to be going through you that turns into poop and comes out your your (laughs) hiney hole once it goes past the bottle and the piece of wire, (laughs) you know, that stuff should be inside your intestines. It shouldn't be free-floating inside your... No. you know, around with the rest of your organs. Yeah, it's like a Tom Petty song. Free floating. No, no that's <laughs> no. not the song. No? No, no. that's free balling. <laughs> yeah. And then you have some kind of, uh, a few inspiring left behind or left inside stories that I found. Uh, there was a man, 75-year-old Ron Sveden. Sveden? Uh, Sveden. And he went in because doctors told him that he had cancer. Mm-hmm. So he went in the doctor, thought he had— That's a uh, good thing to do. Yes. Thought he had cancer in his left lung. Uh, when they did the surgery, they actually found a pea pod in his left lung. You're kidding me. Yeah, it wasn't cancer. It was a pea pod. Uh, so not only was he cancer-free, but they actually— the, the pea pod plant had a little sprout mm-hmm. on it. So, uh, yeah, they removed it and, you know, internal well, green thumb. 
You know, I, I had also read another article about they thought it was a little piece of pine that had come out of someone's That's chest. That's a different case, yeah. A different case, but mm-hmm. mostly what I read about it was that, um, and I, I believe they had like some botanists study it and, and things like that, and they kind of saw that because of how green it was, and, and they, they basically determined mm-hmm. that this was probably a hoax. Right, because of how green it was, it would be much more pale inside your body. You mm-hmm. know, the 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 fur leaves, you know, right. little fur pine, you know, needles that were sticking out were mm-hmm. were really green. They basically decided that it was a hoax, and that's why I decided not to bring it up. But I wanted to right. mention it since you were bringing up this peapod. I just didn't know about this. Right, this one actually sounds, I don't want to say legit, legit, but yeah. tangible mm-hmm. because you're talking a a little peapod. Yeah, that if it Went down the wrong pipe, mm-hmm. you know, and got into your your into your lungs, yeah. into your lungs, because uh, you have little tubule areas that go into your lungs mm-hmm. when you breathe, and it got lodged down there. And he's an older guy, seventy five years old, mm-hmm. probably couldn't cough it back up, and then just it just kind of that irritating thing we had to cough it, you know, something up, yeah, kind of went away because it's lodged on the. Uh, on the lungs, it is getting a little bit of air. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of light, but it's also a pea pod, you know. So I don't know how long this this was. It doesn't. I couldn't find the the length of time that it was in there. Yeah. But you're talking a little tiny pea and a little sprout off the pea. All I'm saying, guys, get, make sure you get these uh, snap beans out of your lungs. Because, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean. You don't want them growing in there. Yeah. Get the potato out of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like potato in the tailpipe? Is that, is <laughs> that what I'm talking about? <laughs> okay, along with with the uh, pica and accidental uh, insertion of foreign objects. <clears throat> Purposeful insertion of foreign objects. Yeah, I, I think it uh, behooves us to bring up a, a little-known serial killer by the name of Albert Fish. Yeah, he was. Um, I mean, not little known. I mean, the guy he's been everything from Hannibal Lecter to Leatherface has been based off of Fish's partially life. at least. Yeah, but he, yeah, he. It's not that he was necessarily little known, but it's 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 not even his his murdering uh, that is why we're bringing him up. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's 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 it is something else that he did. Yeah, uh, he was. Along with being a sadomasochist, child molester, cannibal, uh, male prostitute, self-flagellation, he was also a regular run-of-the-mill masochist. Mm-hmm. So he liked hurting himself and inflicting pain on himself. So what he would do, what he would take pins, uh, straight pins, needles, and little pieces of metal and insert it into his skin. Mm-hmm. I believe bits of wire. Yeah, why, as well. any, anything he could yeah. sharpen and shove into himself, he would do. Uh, x-rays after he, he was uh, he eventually went to jail, got the, uh, got the chair, the next chair, and they found something like two dozen uh, or more needles, pins, needles and pins. Uh, in and around his groin area, mm-hmm. thighs, lower stomach, and groin area. 
Now, common uh, belief is that it shorted out the electric chair. <laughs> this is not the case. It actually did take two, two rounds to, you know, actually kill him. What ended up happening is that with all the metal in there, mm-hmm. it actually amplified the, the, the heat from the chair. Yeah. So they got some smoking, um, which... From his groyon. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, his nuts were roasting on an open fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, no, it... Two shots, and he was, he was uh, you know, dead, dead, dead ski. He was suspected of killing only five people. Uh, three that were proven. But Fish boasted over a hundred other disturbing cases that he was involved with. I mean, the guy, the guy would dig up, you know, bodies out of the grave and manipulate their bones and tissue and stuff into, you know, artwork and whatever he wanted. Um, he was born in D.C., moved to New York, and this is like uh, 1870 when he was born to about 1936 is when mm-hmm. he died. So within that time span... He did a lot of weird stuff. So and he, he's like my, my tippity-top when you're talking about someone purposefully leaving something inside them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a shampoo bottle at the butt, that ain't nothing to, compared to, you know, Albert <laughs> Fish and, and his uh, love of pins and needles. Didn't I believe one of the things he also did, didn't he sew buttons onto, like, his, his sack? too. Mm-hmm. I believe that was one of the things yeah. that he did. He had which, some great nicknames yeah. too. Uh, the Brooklyn Vampire, the Gray Man, or the Werewolf of Wisteria. Mm. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe, uh, on to something a little bit lighter. Is that <laughs> okay. okay? Yeah. So, Joe, I don't know if, uh, if, you're, if you have ever heard of Cavity Sam. Um... <laughs> No. No? Never played no. with Cavity Sam? Uh, no? You guys uh, never played when you were kids? Uh, no. No? Wait, you... this is when I play doctor and she plays nurse? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I played that game. Yeah, yeah, with <laughs> Cavity Sam. Cavity Sam is actually the the guy that's printed on the game Operation. That's his name. Yeah, Cavity I I, Sam. I just thought he was a number. Yeah, no. <laughs> he has a number of ailments. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So the game operation was invented by John Spilino. Uh, and it was a school assignment when he was at the University of Illinois. Uh, it, and then eventually the game got to Milton Bradley uh, right around 1965 mm-hmm. is when they released the game. Of course, it, and it's always been an electronic game. So you, yeah. you take the tweezers, you try to pull out the ailment. If you touch the sides, his nose lights up and you get a noise. <laughs> right, that wonderful noise. That wonderful noise. And, and of the, course, and the, later on it was the shaking, right? Uh, no, I don't think it ever shook. Yeah, I thought it shook. It might, well, maybe just the noise is so loud that it shakes. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. So, you know, his many ailments being uh, the bread basket, you have to pull the little bread basket out. Right, okay. right. Uh, butterflies in the stomach, mm-hmm. the ankle bone connected to the knee bone, right. the spare ribs, the funny bone, water mm-hmm. on the knee, the Charlie horse, the Adam's apple, the writer's cramp, the wishbone, the the uh, wrenched ankle, and the <laughs> broken heart. And then in, What was the one with, with the uh, rubber band? Oh, Remember that uh, one? Yeah, I think that one was... 
Yeah, the ankle bone connected to the knee bone is the one with the rubber band. The band must be st stretched between the two pegs uh, that are connecting the left ankle and the left knee. Yeah. And that's the one that you have to get out. Oh, that, that was always the hardest one. Yeah, that's the always. worst. Uh, so what's uh, kind of cool is they, you know, in 2008, they had a contest to decide what, you know, an additional uh, an additional ailment that they wanted to add. Mm -hmm. And uh, the additional ailment they actually got uh, was in uh, 2008 for the 30, 40th, um, I'm sorry, uh, in 2005 for the 40th birthday of Cavity Sam, and they added brain freeze. Uh, yeah, and that was in 2005. And then in 2008, he got an update with 13 brand new embarrassing ailments called the Funatomy. And these are things like runny nose and stuff like that, mm -hmm. where there's like boogers and stuff that you have to pull that out. Right, right. So now my son actually has this Funatomy game, mm -hmm. you know, that's, you know, the, his, the, it's for the, the gross operation. One. Right. It's the gross one, but it's also the, the, the tweezers are different, where they have like, like, a, like a stop. Hmm. on it so you could only pinch him so much mm. oh man it is so much harder yeah like wow. i think he was actually better at it than me like it's ridiculously hard now wow so yeah so um uh there he is cavity sam with his light up nose move <laughs> <laughs> uh, from a popcorn shot in my body right right no it's not popcorn so whether you came out of surgery <laughs> and uh, uh you know find out that something has been left in there or you purposely leave something inside of you. Take it out. Take it out. Yeah, please. Just just play the game of Operation. You'll be fine. And try not to breathe while pea pods are flying at you. <laughs> right. Stop chewing on your hair. I don't have any hair, Joe. Oh. Right. Oh, you mean the listener. Yeah, the listener. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, hopefully we left, uh, we left a little something inside you. <laughs> And you can check after the episode. <laughs> right. We appreciate you coming along, Curiosos, for our uh, our uh, ride, inside our ride inside of... your body, mm. kind of like inner space. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But with uh, with probably more fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and less Martin Short. I know. Don't, I know. Even, I just, I've never even, liked Martin Short. I know. Me yeah, either. we're going to end the episode with talking <laughs> no about Martin, Martin Short. No one likes Martin Short. I don't. I don't like him at all. Ed Grimley, all that, nothing. There's <laughs> Ooh, not, there's not <laughs> one thing that he's done that I like. I do not like him as an actor. Okay. Sorry. No, no worries. All right, guys, we'll see you later. Not you, Martin. Mm-mm. <laughs> that guy. Hey, is there any topics that you want us to cover? Anything that you want to talk to us about or let us know about? Email us, feedback at thecurioso.com. Our Facebook, facebook.com backslash thecuriosopodcast. We tweet at curiosopodcast. And if you have any five-star reviews you'd like to give us on iTunes, please feel free. As reported and stated by many doctors and medical professionals, that's <laughs> up. Yeah. Like, really.